but I think you'll be all right. So with that, as you guys like look out the back windows, you can start seeing the sun rising, right? It is very early morning, that like kind of six o'clock, five o'clock. Uh, I don't know. I'm, when I'm up, the sun's already up. So early, <laughs> um, there's probably a, a, like a little mist or fog in the streets. And then all of a sudden, your ears start ringing after a large explosion occurs outside of the tavern. All of those windows that you haven't been able to replace yet just smash out. Um, and it starts filling the tavern with smoke. And outside, you just hear endless screams of people who are like waking up and working. Mm-hmm. And I, I yell out the window. I say, hold on a minute. I need a long rest. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Oh, shucks. Ed's going to rush to one of the windows with the sword. Not the sword, but the fire poker. Yeah. And as as you look out uh, a little bit southwest of your store or your manor, um, you just see fire all across the buildings. Even on your building, there's going to be little embers and like stoked flames. And in the middle of the street, you'll see um, many dead bodies. Mm, like like six? Um, I can get you exact number. I believe it is uh, 11. Well, that's much more than six. That's much more. It's almost twice. That's almost the, twice. Uh, Eleven dead huh? bodies. Yeah, this is now a math podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How many dead for? bodies count with me, children? One. Uh, if, uh, uh, if you move a box and you find two more dead bodies, how many dead bodies are there? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Um, what do you guys want to do as... The, you, not only are your windows smashed out, the outside of the manor is starting to burn. There's carnage outside. People are starting to exit their stores to see what happened. Uh, any of y'all know any water spells or mm. <laughs> cleric? Any, any <laughs> yeah. fire spells? Dan can use his fire to put out the fire. Yeah, yes. I've got fire for days. I know frostbite. I will thunder the fire away. Edwin, he said, y'all know any spells? And then went upstairs to get his crossbow and sword and <laughs> shoes on. Because something bad's happening outside. And just sure. be ready for Ooh. it. Courtney, what is your what is your action here? Um, I think I might actually go up to my favorite place, the little rooftop crevice area. Mm-hmm. And I have, or well, I want to look around first for like where the fire looks like it's coming from can i see that or make a check for that yeah so there was a giant explosion maybe a six feet maybe 10 feet away from your establishment um if you look at troll skull manor there's a lane that comes down the side of your building and then it kind of tees it was almost in that intersection so it's very close um it would be like and it's big 30 feet sure is do you need to be 30 feet yeah, and it's yeah. Like thirty feet wide. <laughs> oh, crazy! It's almost a cube. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> it is. It is. It is completely engulfing that whole intersection. It's very large. Because I found this other thing I can do. If I just woke up, I'll be like switching out spells, and I can uh, create rain basically through um, create or destroy water. Okay. Um, that I want to try casting to see what it would do. Okay. Um, so it'd be clean water 
that comes down in a 30-foot cube within range, extinguishing exposed flames in the area. That sounds wow. like the perfect spell. It's almost. <laughs> that sounds exactly what's going on. It's <laughs> <Yeah, that's> crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so you watch as Agate kind of starts hustling up the staircase, maybe shell banging on the walls a little bit. Yes. And then, Vodmek, as you look up, a cube of uh, rain or water just appears above you, and it comes down like a waterfall, extinguishing the, the flames, but also pushing these bodies around too, right? And like, as the water starts, this, like there's like a black mush forming in the streets. I would just like to say thanks to Mr. Gary Gygax for inventing that spell for these situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs to drink? Let's put out some flames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is your next course of action, guys? As at least the flames now, the immediate thing is gone, right? Can With I see this- it coming from anywhere? <clears throat> no, it looks to have been one single attack. Do you- Dan, would you want to give me an Arcana check? Yes, with... <laughs> Disadvantage. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even worse. All right, uh, five. Mm. So is anybody chasing you, Vodmek? Five. <laughs> five. Okay, you have no idea what it was, but as you look around, like just looking, you can understand that there is it. It isn't multiple attacks. It isn't. There doesn't look like anything exploded on the floor. That's good. Okay. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Ed's going to run back downstairs. I guess Vodmex only went downstairs right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, hey, that box didn't have anything to do with this, did it? I would say probably not. Nobody uh, followed you back with it or anything? I would definitely say that's not the issue. Uh, we probably should, definitely should get this over the graveyard really quick, though. Hmm. I'm hustling back down the stairs, reckoning. <laughs> It's going to help you grab one of the sides of the boxes. Like, all right. It's still yeah, tied up with the vines, right? It's a fairly small box. Yeah. Like, Vodmex has yeah. been carrying it. I think uh, I instantly imagined like it was a coffin shape. But it's yeah, a- I was picturing it as a Ghostbuster thing the whole time. Oh, dang. What I would dope. say, again, just because there was time between our last recording and now, Dan got it from a reputable store just down the, the alley. He got it yeah, from the same okay. place. Uh, I, and same place. after the explosion happened, the box doesn't seem to have been affected. So just just a heads up, I figured I'd just pull in some of those strings. <laughs> um, you are more than welcome to try to bring that back to the City of the Dead. But currently, all outside of your building is a crime scene. Like, it is disaster. <laughs> Double I, the reason we should get out of here. Check and look and see if anybody needs help currently. I mean, those dead bodies are don't really need as much, but... No. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there are definitely people like limping away, people coughing from the ash. Um, so there's definitely medical things you could be doing. Why don't you give me an investigation check, maybe? You know, just like check around. Well, Ed's going to head outside to try to do some like medical stuff. And, yeah. Some medical so checks. Let me do investigation or medical check first. You could do your, we won't even say medical check, right? You're just, you're becoming a hero in this moment and you're just helping bodies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just putting fires out on backs and... Yeah, and maybe drying uh, the backs of the ones Agate got to. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, then I'm I'm going to... Uh, like, are there people that are alive outside? Like, okay. That's who I'm helping. I'm not really helping the dead guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there, no, like, there people are, that aren't, like, on fire. Yeah, there's many other people exiting. Even... Um, 
you guys, uh, Courtney and Zach, you guys sold your potions to Fala. Um, she's the owner of the Corlin's Crown. She's poking her head out. The owner of the Bent Nails poking their head out. Uh, Dan, you interacted with the guy from Worm's Treasure. He's like starting to slowly walk down just to see what's happening. Is there anybody that like I could tell that was outside before I was? Um, just like some of the people that Zach is helping. And of course, the, the bodies on the floor. Right, right. Well, I'm going to kind of go up to anybody that I could have seen that was out there before us and kind of ask them, like, do you see where this fire came from? Like, kind of just ask if they have any information. T4. So T4, uh, Curlin's Crown, that's the one just south of your your store um, or your manor. That's the apothecary. Mm-hmm. That's the one you guys sold your potions to. Uh, Dan, as you walk out, or Vodmek walks out, you can see, like, she might have seen the most. Outside of your manor, your establishment, hers was the one most affected. Like, most of her windows are also broken. Mm. Uh, and yeah, she's, like, kind of staggering out there. So it was yes. kind of in that clearing between our two yep. establishments? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'll kind of run up to her and be like, like, hey, we're in the Troll School Manor right next door. Like, did you see what caused all this? Yeah, and half-dazed... Um, and covered in ash she just confused she just starts explaining that she was watering her plants and the second floor uh, on the second floor of her shop she's got a greenhouse you can see it up there um and the blast blew out some of the windows luckily she wasn't injured though the smoke uh through the smoke i saw a cloaked man take something from the body of a dead gnome then then the the thing started limping away he was badly and, burned and casting glances over his shoulders like he was afraid someone might be following him. He was headed towards the bent nail. Okay. And uh, where was where is this gnome exactly? And like she points over your shoulders and amongst the bodies, one of them is a gnome. All right. I'm going to go investigate the gnome. Cool. And as you do this, you start hearing people say like, I'm going to go get help. And like people are trying to bring the city watch here. So you go to the gnome. Yeah, I'm just going to, like, search the body. Cool. And because there's, like, no real rush, there is a clock now, if my uh, hint wasn't <laughs> clear, <laughs> that you remember what the City Watch did last time you guys were at a crime, right? I assume the same. Um, what? They locked it down. Okay. <laughs> uh, they stole all our money. <laughs> they kicked us out and stole the pans uh-huh. and the money. And- um, <sighs> so, Dan, as you start searching his body, you feel in one of his pockets a pouch. I will take that. Cool. Can you give me a sleight of hand check? Can I help him with that? Because Ed would be standing near him and maybe try to block the view 16. of people. Sixteen's plenty. Uh, like but Zach, that. Zach, yeah, you definitely could. If you see Vodmek doing something and you're around, <laughs> you can yeah. definitely yeah, offer I, some help. I actually rolled a nine. I need a little help. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dan, you as you open up this little pouch and you're able to do it without people like seeing you around. There are, um, oops, sorry, five of the most beautiful gemstones you've ever seen. Um, oh, okay. That's all I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, something else. The, the, oh, damn. <laughs> the turquoise that you guys had gotten from that farm yeah. look like common stones compared. Mm, yes. And why don't, uh, Zach, if you're nearby, why don't you give me an investigation check? And Dan, if you want to as well, you can, but I just figured because Isn't of this. I did. I uh, know you did sleight of hand. I got an 18. No, but I was saying, okay, we'll just take his. <laughs> so <laughs> one of you or both of you can also tell like through his, um, the ash and the burned of clothes, 
he is wearing fairly nice clothes. Like he's not probably from around here. Um, and if you look at his boots, you start seeing sludge. And the only thing it, you can remind you or recognize it as is when you guys had come out of the sewers, you also looked semi-similar to what he's looking like right now. Can I search his body for a gang symbol? Yeah, you don't find one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is there any other bodies that look, you know, fancy? (laughs) So I'm just going to run off a few, right? Uh, So you find an old woman. uh, You find two uh, cloaked men. You find two female humans and a half elf who just look like in plain clothes. Maybe a little bit nicer than you guys have, but definitely not. They don't look like they own property, I would say. Okay. Okay. Um, There's also the male gnome you found. And then there's two female halflings and two male halflings who you guys have seen in this area before. And they're just like a group of halflings that perform for money. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. And I'm just going to investigate the bodies like relatively quickly as I know that the yeah. city watch is coming. You hear someone with a whistle maybe starting to approach. Yeah, yeah I'm getting a little So the two, the two cloaked men are the ones who stand out immediately. Yeah. Um, mostly because their clothing looks very similar to the uh, Kenku you guys saw in the warehouse. And oh. as you approach and you start looking over the bodies and maybe pulling up a sleeve, you do find one of the winged snakes t- tattooed on his arm. And I, I turn over to uh, Ed and I'm like... Just kind of yeah. motioning over. <laughs> oh man, they're here now too. Oh hey, we need to get over to that carpentry place real quick before the cops get here. El Capos. Yeah, I just need to run inside and just drop something off in my footlocker real quick. Nothing particular. I'll be right back. <laughs> I saw the stone. <laughs> and I, and I run inside. And, yeah, and I put put that in there. And I had you investigate them. Dan, <laughs> as you come back down, the city watch have now a- arrived. And yeah, and I like step to step outside and just turn right yeah. around and go back but, inside. But who showed up aren't like the guard like the, the, the high end guards, right? These are like the first responders. And what they're doing is like locking down and making sure no one leaves. If you mm-hmm. look down, the bent nail is to the east, just for listeners to have some aspect with the map. Um, there are guards now like blocking that that alley and above to the north there's guards blocking that out and there's people like now watching the bodies like dan you would never have been able to search this gnome because like these guys are here but at least bob Bob saget's not here so we're good yeah and they might be even asking some people to start sitting right some time now has passed there's maybe 10 minutes of them like locking everything down dan you're inside the manor um agate where were you where did you end up I think I was in the manor the whole time. She heard, the she heard that there was a green greenhouse upstairs in the other I room did. and just went straight there. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. Fires can wait. There's plants upstairs. <laughs> I took care of the fire. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're, but you're upstairs of the manor or upstairs of the. Uh, I'm probably crown? at the manor. Okay. Um, I'm in our, our place. Okay. Yeah. And then Zach, you're the only situation. one. You had some food last night, so there's probably not, not much left, but you still have some. But like the kitchen works? Yeah. Could I whip up some coffee for these first responders? Go see a little <laughs> bit, you know? Sure. Call, yeah. yeah, maybe not some liquor, but something else. Maybe something sweet or something. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. some Irish coffee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, Zach, you're the only one still out on the street, correct? Yeah. Ed had started moving towards the uh, the bent nail. I must say crooked nail, the bent nail. Yeah. And the guards probably stopped you and turned you around. Yeah. 
Cool. So I'm there's back to the manor. There's now six guards to the north entrance, six guards to the east entrance. Um, and after some time, you see two men walk up. One of them looks just like um, like Bob Saget, but like mm-hmm. maybe a little duller. Like that's the only way I can announce. Like if you saw him on the streets, you wouldn't even recognize him. Um, and he looks like he doesn't take care of his clothes very well at all. So he's like, just kind of like maybe a guy who's worked too long. But next to him is a much shorter man uh, wearing purple robes and a walking cane. He's got giant pouches like all hanging from his waist. And on his face, he's got a very big mustache and beard. And he Mm. wears these glasses that are green tinted. And as he starts walking on, you can see um, the tall man start just questioning people. And he's working his way through. And then he looks at the bodies and then looks up and sees how close they are to the manor. And then you see him start asking people like, who owns this? And then someone, maybe someone you don't know, points to, to um, Ed Rose. He's like, he does. And he, these two guys walk over to you and they're like, we need to go inside. Yeah, sure, man. Come on in. It's uh, just a heads up. There is nothing in here. So... <laughs> Yeah, we just and have to turn and open we, the door for him. We just have some questions. Uh, sure. And right now, currently, it's mostly the guy in purple talking. Like the guy in the back, he's got like a notepad that he's been writing in. Uh, but the little guy in purple, he's really taking control of the situation. I see them coming and I hustle upstairs. Okay. I'm sweeping up glass. So, so I guess now down the, the bottom floor. Area. Yeah, I'm just like off on the side yeah and swinging. the small guy in purple goes my name's barnabas can you please stop cleaning and come over here uh okay <laughs> and then uh the tall guy goes i'm sergeant cromley is anyone else in the building no <laughs> do you want to give a deception check <laughs> that's great yeah this <laughs> A 12 work. <laughs> nope. I, he just goes, you sure? I could have sworn I heard there was three owners. And you immediately hear a big thud from upstairs. <laughs> I slipped off the yep. bed onto the floor. And both of them just slowly look up. <laughs> like, oh. Does someone... I didn't, know he, I didn't know he'd come inside, man. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was still out. And then right. like under his it's breath... It's been a crazy morning. Under his breath, Cromley's like, can you just go get him? Yeah, sure. And then I just go to the bottom of the stairs and just go, Vod! Get down hey, here. He, he's not here. Oh, man, get down here. <laughs> I'm pooping. <laughs> and then I come oh. back. He's he's pooping, man. <laughs> and then Barnabas looks over in the kitchen. He's like, are these two drinks for us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that the coffee? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and all of a sudden they start interrogating you specifically about the gnome outside. Um, none of it has to do with the pouch you took. So let's just keep that clear. It's more like, about. yeah, it's more like, do you guys know him? I, I, I come clomping down the stairs and like, oh, gentlemen, <laughs> I was um, busy upstairs. How yeah. do you do? Yeah, and, I told him you were pooping. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and Barnabas just like <laughs> interrupts you. He goes, seriously, we need to know what your affiliation with the gnome outside is. What That's gnome? about it. That's the beginning and end of it. There's a wet gnome outside, along with about 10 other bodies. That's about where the association ends. Yeah, and you see Cromley writing it down, but Barnabas is getting shorter and shorter. He's like, clearly the gnome was making its way to your establishment. What is this gnome? Who is this gnome? What does they have to do with you? 
sir, you get more agitated is not helping a thing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, we don't know the gnome. There's nothing here. We just purchased this. There was uh, a received it recently ish. And uh, look, there was a ghost last night and then we woke up and there was a box and he was fighting. And then there was an explosion. There was fire outside. I didn't see where the gnome's body was. And then my lovely turtle associate cast fire or cast rain and put the fire out. I don't know You're if welcome. that's where the body began or ended. That's just where it washed up. Yeah. And then uh, Barnum specifically goes, you cast the rain. And then he starts taking out like a ledger and he's like, are you a magic caster? And he starts flipping you know, the pages like, what's your name? Just being a good citizen. The sky opened up and it took care of the problem. I've honestly been hearing people outside use the word hero. Yeah, and he goes, I don't see you. You're not registered as a sorcerer or wizard in this place. We were trying to take, well, I don't want to speak for you, Agate, but uh, we were under the assumption we would take care of it after we had actually established ourselves here and got this building paid off and got our license. Yeah, and Crombie's writing. He's like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) And Barnaby goes, well, we have bigger things to deal with now. Um, We'll get that some other day. And he goes, someone cast fireball at your establishment destroyed that half of that block, killed 11 people, and you're telling me you know nothing. What I think you should be doing is talking to the neighbor, because we asked her, and she said something about a limpy dude going to a bar or something. And Kromu is like, we know we're sending guards that way. Yeah, we were inside dealing with the ghost. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was asleep 20 minutes. Barnabas just getting more frustrated. A ghost, another thing we'll have to deal with another day. I've already dealt with it. I'm just saying we were ghosting before the we don't <laughs> and then we, all, the of sudden, is, like, all of a sudden all of a sudden it is us. Barnabas starts becoming almost the um <laughs> environmental inspector from Ghostbusters and he's like, Are you telling me you have a captured ghost unlicensed in your <laughs> your establishment? <laughs> what is it with you in licensing? I Do you know the environmental it. impact? <laughs> Wasn't told I had to license a ghost. I'm looking to get rid of it as soon as possible. If you happen to need one, yeah, you can have this one. Conway's like, maybe we should just deal with this in another day. And just keeps adding it to a list. (laughs) (laughs) And Barnabas is like, fine, we're going to go outside. We need you not to leave the premises. Can do. So what if I just get over the bent nail real quick? Yeah. And he goes, that's still on Trollsco Alley. You'll, You'll be able to get to the bent nail if you want to. Appreciate your service. Thank you, officers. <laughs> but, but do not leave this area. And then obviously they both get out there and you can see he's like almost casting magic on these bodies to start identifying things. Like mm-hmm. there are other things going on. There are now more guards out here of different like levels. There's like detectives, um, additional sergeants. Like this is a much bigger deal. In fact, when you exit to go head down to the bent nail and you look up, mm-hmm. there's actually a Griffin rider circling, like inspecting wow. the entire area. And turn that head, and I was like, "We need to get us one of those." Yeah, man, I'd love to have a hippograph. That's <laughs> that's crazy. What do you think he feeds it? Ferrets, gnomes, gnomes. Oh boy, that'll get expensive real quick. And <laughs> yeah, we head down to the the bent nail if they'll yes. allow us. Yeah, and as you guys walk down there, it's probably been almost a half hour, forty five minutes since this attack, so things out here are starting to calm down. And the further you get away from the explosion, things calm down. But after the bent nail, like right as that street hooks, there are still six guards like blocking the way. Um, It'd be very, very hard to pass them. But you can easily get to the bent nail. 
one thing you do maybe notice is a small halfling child kind of behind a barrel hiding. Hmm. But other than that, you can go straight to the bent nail. Does the the child like <clears throat> peak any of our interest or curiosity? Possibly. I mean, it's just another person out here who's just like a li- acting a little suspect, but he's also a child in a scary situation. I'm going to go up and say, um, young child, where are your parents? Yeah. And he kind of just like points like past the guards, just real shakily. The guards that are guarding the exit? Yeah. Like uh, on the outside. Right, so you're about to be, who's pointing to the fire. I'm about to be not able to. Um, oh, you're, I mean, they didn't, they didn't write that in, but four other halflings dying. How in a, bad would that be? Yeah. That would be a hard um, That's how I, I would write this my, book. <laughs> I take back my thank you to Gary Gaga. <laughs> Troll Skull Manor just became. Yeah, no. <laughs> I guess we got another ghost. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he points out like not in okay. Troll Skull Manor or Allie. I'm going to uh, walk up to the guards and uh, just explain, hey, there's a small child over there. I think his his parents are are outside of this area. Yeah, and they're like, once things are figured out, we'll let him out. We'll find his parents. It's okay. I still think I take care of him for now, though. He goes, I think he's safe here. He's okay. And the guard's like very cold. Man, you guys, no compassion. And I just turn around. <laughs> yeah, and from the other side, you can hear Barnabas like interviewing someone else. And he's just like, I got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> <laughs> I yell over to the kid. Hey, kid, what's your name? Uh, yeah, and trembling, he says, Martin. I was like, all right, Martin, you're hanging out with us now. Come on over here. Yeah, and he comes over. And what you do see is him kind of walking weird, as if he's almost trying to hide something. But like, mm-hmm. as a young child, not well. Yeah, turned out I'm like, you got to pee or something? <laughs> and he's like, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so like like he looks like he's hiding something on his back or like no like maybe under his shirt like he's holding like his shirt down and kind of walking oh. with his arms tight across his body why why are you walking like a weirdo over there he goes i'm not why are you walking like a weirdo i'm not i'm just a dwarf <laughs> yeah, and he goes that explains a lot <laughs> whoa yeah, hey <laughs> <laughs> come on come on man be, be cool brother it's all what, right what man. you got under that shirt there <laughs> He's like, that's food. I'm just a small child. <laughs> Man, that's all really... to be food, huh? Us. I think he said it's rude. Us rude. Rude. Oh, <laughs> you, you got rude I, food under there? I don't want to have to be like mean or anything, but what do you got under your, what do you got under <laughs> Are you trying to do an intimidation check? <laughs> yeah, I'm a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. In your defense, even exhausted, you should be able to do this one. <laughs> Well, I gave him the old listen to this. I gave him the old 17. That's your Whoa. with a disadvantage? Yeah. <laughs> the kid just lifts his shirt and a necklace falls out from under his shirt and he goes, Oh, Martin, come on, man. And he goes, Right after the explosion, I ducked behind a rain barrel and then I heard a plop and I found this in the barrel. Oh. And I, I, I snag it real quick. And does is it. I guess I'll magic check, arcana check it. Sure. Uh, 12. Yeah, I think, (laughs) no, I I think, I think that's enough. Like, I hate what you can definitely know is that it's magic. And there are runes on there that you recognize. 
mm-hmm. as being um, of the fire element. Um, okay. Ed gets down on one knee and takes Martin's shoulder and looks him right in the eye. I said, Martin, there's three things I need you to learn in this world, okay? <laughs> Never read a language you don't understand. I can barely read my language. Never <laughs> say numbers when you pick up a deck of cards. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say that better be one. <laughs> And never put on random items that get dropped in barrels near you. Those are the three things that will help you live longer than anybody in your family. Okay, Martin? Yeah, Promise me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's got to be worth something. Look at it. It'll yeah, be Martin, worth something, but don't put it on and your as, neck. And as you put guys do pocket. look at it, there are two beads like in a little pouch, like little metal pouchy thing on the end that are glowing embers inside. Yeah, and I say, yeah, 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 I'm sure. And I kind of like shove it into my pocket. <laughs> and I say, um, how about we go get you a warm meal? And he's like, all right. I just <laughs> want right. you guys to quickly realize, though, just meta talk, how the tables have turned, where the cops came and took away the, the treasure you found, and now you're taking the treasure this kid found. We uh, saved that kid's life. He would have <laughs> killed himself first. <laughs> He would have yeah. blown up so his parents sweet. or something. He was definitely going to find one of those those decks and screw himself. Yeah. yeah. He was this close to like accidentally saying the magic word, firing that necklace off and being a jailer. <laughs> I'm going to tell him, first we got to check out this wood stuff and then we'll go get you a hot and a hype meal. Maybe uh, maybe a little beer too. And just mm-hmm. to further you know? push the meta a little, the meta discussion, we killed three birds that didn't do anything wrong to us in the first place. <laughs> And then they took the treasure. So this is like one of those weird, like who's the real horror? Who's the real yeah, bad guy? The goblin one was supposed to be tipsy turvy, but in reality, we're the villains. <laughs> oh no, that was um, Will's point the whole time. So you guys in four campaigns. To- <laughs> <laughs> so you guys go down to the bet now. Yeah, yes. yeah. So you guys get down there, and you see a guy. He's a. Uh, not too affected by this, right? He's pretty far away. But he's just kind of interested in looking around. Not wearing a black cloak or anything? Nope. Um, more just like carpenter's clothing, right? Like, he's probably been up working for a while. This definitely disrupted his day. But it being far enough away that his shop, like, none of the windows are broken. He's still able to work. He was just kind of poking his head out to see what's going on. Okay. All right. Um, Is Martin with us? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's hanging. <laughs> Uh, yeah. M- Martin, it's gonna get a little ugly in here. Just don't worry about this, or you'll be okay. All right, we'll get you a hot meal. Just calm down, Martin. You're freaking out a little bit. <laughs> and uh, he goes, "But I you s- rolled such a good intimidation check." <laughs> Ca- calm down, Martin. We don't we don't need your nonsense right now. I'm already over it. <laughs> and, and I like stomp on it, the bent nail. And what's this guy's name? Do I know his name? Tally. You guys met him. Do I? Oh, yeah. I was like, uh, Tally. Yeah, sir. I've on back. <laughs> Yeah, fair. <laughs> Did you see the dude that with that fireball came down here? He caused a lot of trouble. This is my best attempt at like trying to communicate anything in like any normal manner, and I just don't even know how to like. Yeah, he's you know, like, where do my hands go? He's like, yeah, exactly. That's my character. <laughs> yeah, level. and Tally, he, like being a simple woodworker, he's just like, what's a fireball? Uh. Did you see the fire? Uh, yeah, something exploded, right? Yeah, no, fireball. Some, somebody <laughs> threw it. You saying magic? It, yes, thank you. We got there. Okay. <laughs> okay. He came this way. I, I did not see that. Black robe, <sighs> lamping, none. No, none no one came in here. Maybe he kept running. He didn't need any kind of wood. Mm-mm. Agate, how's your club doing? 
Oh, you know, phenomenally. Ah, the child, we have more important things going on <laughs> right now. <laughs> and Dan quickly becomes Barnabas. <laughs> I wanted to do some kind of like investigation check to see if he's lying. Yeah. What would that be? Tally's uh, an honest working man. I don't know. It's not that. investigation. He's, he's a liar. It's not a liar like Martin. What's Martin. The- <laughs> What's the other check? The ops, the other investigation. I don't have it in front of me. Um, <laughs> insight, Perception? insight. Yeah, insight. That's the oh, right insight. one. Insight. Perfect. Uh, fourteen. Yeah, plenty. He's totally, totally, totally telling the truth. Okay. <laughs> like he was working, saw an explosion, poked his head out. He did see people running, but there was probably multiple people trying to get out of here. Right? Like it was a dangerous scene. Um, <laughs> the pe- the main people who stayed were mostly the shop owners and like okay. this little kid who. Th- found something cool and was just hiding because yeah. the gods came. I turn to Ed and Agate and I go, uh, I guess now we should go back and talk to Barnabas a little bit more about this dude now that we've investigated it for ourselves. You saw that gnome's feet, right? I just want to check one thing real quick. Y'all y'all bear with me. Yeah. I, it might, nothing may come of it. We'll just check it. And Ed We're walks gonna... outside and heads down closer to T7. It's just going to look for like footprints or the manhole cover being removed so you, you actually head. you can't get that far over because they're okay. blocked because the and city t7 guard. is a reference to the map we're looking at right it's, it's the sewers it's the sewers right. yeah so well, i'm just gonna look and see if there's footprints coming from that direction no that looks completely <laughs> untouched hmm. okay well i got nothing he had sewage crap on his feet and i'm not sure where it came from so do we know of another entrance around here not Did according to down? this map i got open yeah <laughs> i mean we can't again like a little meta just because we haven't played a campaign like this before but, like what do you guys know about the sewers that they're very interconnected there's at least one gang headquarters down there mm-hmm. do you know remember which water, gang uh xanathar okay. sorry so um, this is like what was their symbol the circle with the spokes 10 okay. spokes that's like the and beholder what was the, and the sewer was, looks like that Mm-hmm. What was the good guy that we saw in the body pile? So those the, Zan, the three had the Zans tattoo. The two, there's only two there that had the Zans. Oh. Um, okay. Zans, right? Yeah. The the black wing with the uh, the black snake with the wings. The wings. I know. Remember the first episode, <laughs> which is why that's why I feel oh. comfortable <laughs> explaining this with you guys. Like yeah, yeah. it's a weird, it's a weirder campaign. It's not just uh, go into the dungeon and get it. Like there's a lot of things to keep track of, so I can do that for you too. So yeah, so what you guys know currently, just the things we've talked about tonight, you found two Zents near the body of a dead um, a dead gnome who was coming to your establishment by the direction of his body and where he was standing. You have someone who left. We don't know anything about him except that someone saw him pass the bent nail. Hmm. You have a, a child with a necklace of fireball. I'm assuming you guys all kind of figured that out because it wasn't hidden that well um that someone either accidentally or placed in this water bottle uh barrel there are many more bodies you're the city watch everywhere what do you think in courtney or i was thinking i think i remember there being some kind of paper bird and i don't remember if you said what it did but for some reason i was wondering if we could communicate with it to one of the boss leaders that we tried to infiltrate their gang to like one of your crew, or it was one of Ed's. Like we were trying. Yeah. So the, the, the paper bird, the paper, <laughs> the paper bird that you guys have has been used. So it's just paper now. Oh, okay. But what your instinct is 
is good, right? Like once the city clears up and everything's taken out, going back to your connections, the Harpers or the Emerald Gauntlet or, or maybe Mertz will be home. Yeah. Or the Grey Hands, like all of those, <laughs> yeah. especially Grey Hands and Harpers who are so connected with the city could potentially help you solve this later. But currently... What's the name of theirs? Uh, Courtney's part of the Emerald Enclave. Zach yep. is part of um, the Harpers. Right. Okay. So, like, for now, you're not allowed to leave. There are the invisible walls for the game right now um, made of city guards. But turn- what, what you're thinking, next steps, that's smart. I'm going to turn to Ed and Aga and say, okay, so, like, Fireball... Fireball, holding Fireball, up. got it. And, and Ed looks at tell, Martin. <laughs> should we tell? Should we tell Barnabas? Barabbas? Barso- uh, Barcelona? I'll just add to his long scroll of growing problems. Fair, so we keep and we sell later. Sure, he's going to cool. take that Glad if you show it to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, we're all on the same page. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we inform him about the the limpy guy? Yeah, we mentioned it. Okay. Probably wrote it on that list. Yeah, maybe we should go get a nap. <laughs> you, so. Dan wants to try to take a long rest? Yeah, he <laughs> <Just> does. Like, <laughs> like a nap, but like for a while. Like, like six a, hours, maybe? Yeah. Um, six to eight-ish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so on, on your way back, the only person that looks maybe out of the ordinary or just a little bit different who wasn't there before would be the owner of the tiger's eye. The He's a private investigator. Mm. Oh. And he's now just exiting the store with a woman. But we would see him from far away. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's they're just like chilling outside their store. Like they, he just wrapped up a consultation or something early morning. Mm. Where's he? What's, T3? T5. No, he's T5. What's Carolyn's crown? Uh, Carolyn's crown. You guys already went there. It has the greenhouse upstairs. It's the apothecary. Oh, I went across. Okay. And then um, where's the place that I got the box from? Uh, the Worm's Treasures. I'm gonna go ahead and stroll down there, and I guess we could talk to t- to uh, the private eye guy on the way if you okay. want to join. Heads up, if you go mm-hmm. back to Worms Tavern, you do have um, a tab there that he's gonna be looking for money. Just Worm- <laughs> the the, the <laughs> box, the ghost box wasn't free. <laughs> Ed's the money guy, though. <laughs> sure, yeah, why not? I got. I already owe this. I already owe this guy a free meal, apparently. <laughs> no, we're gonna cook him up something nice. He's a that's, child. That sounded almost like a threat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna cook him up nice. At <laughs> least <laughs> it's like you're not threatening the kid, are you? <laughs> not anymore. Okay, no. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I yeah, I would like to. I would like to go back to Bookworm's Treasure. Okay. Um, how much was it? Do you remember? Did you tell me seventy five? Oh, <laughs> wait, let me Ed, let me double check that. Got, Ed's got that yeah. Yeah. In, the, in the pool. <laughs> 75, you said, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. does the guy yeah. come out and <laughs> uh, Ed slowly pulls the bag out and pays it? Yeah. And the owner of this store isn't human. He's actually a dragonborn of golden dragon descent. Yeah. Him and our boys. So he's looking regal as F. <laughs> like, nice. <laughs> Um, I go up and I just give him a high five. Yeah. And he's got, it's like a low five for him. Yeah. I'm like, what's up, buddy? Yeah. And he's like, how's your ghost problem? It's in the box, but I'll tell you that was tough. Yeah. And he's like, once all of this, and he kind of just like waves his hand at the fire and stuff, 
once that gets taken up, you've really got to bring it down to the City of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, talk about bad timing, huh there, bud? Yeah. I don't know how long that box is going to hold. <laughs> well, then can... <laughs> um, I don't... Like like a day at least? Oh, I would hope so. You got it, well, got it bound up really, real good? <laughs> you need some more information on your products, I feel. <laughs> I mean, I usually catch them and I bring them right away. You don't store spirits. It's bad for the environment. Yeah, well, how often do you get fireballs? <laughs> it's also bad for the environment. Yeah, and Joe fair. said, well, anyway, uh, here's uh, that gold I guess he owes you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. He puts his pocket. He's like, that's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. He's got the And as great. he says that, you could tell like he didn't know if he was actually going to get his money. He's just like, this is... <laughs> you might have earned some respect for him. Like, Well, well we're, you know, we're, we're opening boys. a... Yeah, we're opening a business here. We don't want to. So, Dan, you were you were boys to him. I don't know if he felt the other way around yet. He's getting there though. But now that you guys paid, he's he's pretty much there. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, hey, do you have, have anything to eat? We got this kid who was starving in the streets. He just needs a little nip. Got anything back there? Yeah, and he looks kind of like over your shoulder. He's like, hmm, I could get a little snack. He just brings out like a little like box of like just like candies and stuff. Yeah, like there you go, Martin. Hey, man, shut up. Mm, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Golly, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Dragon Man. <laughs> um, now, now, I, I just want to like quick to be like, hey, did you did you like see anything that was going on over there? Or you're pretty, you're kind of tucked away over here, I know. Yeah, and he's like, I, yeah, I didn't even see the explosion, and by the time I got out here, really, it was almost taken care of from the water. Yeah, yeah, that'd be I got over here, turtle power. Oh, um, very impressive. Yeah, so like uh, seeing the size of the fire. Did you see the size of the fire at all? Mm-mm. Okay, it was pretty big. It was pretty big. Um, would you say that that could be like from a item, like a or like a like a, a some kind of imbued jewelry of fireball, or do you think that would have to be innate from the caster himself? No, you could definitely give your your gifts and your powers to an item. Mm, okay, mm. yeah, you're smart. I like you. You're a good guy. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, and, he, and he's like, we do this regularly with scrolls, right? Right. Now, if you were like, say you had it in jewelry rather than skull, how often could you <laughs> say use that fireball? You would imbue a certain amount of things with it, like parts of it, and then you just you would destroy those things to unleash it. And so like like maybe in a, in a necklace, it'd be like the amount of beads on it or something. Yeah, potentially. And most likely to use it, you would throw the bead. Ah, uh, oh. so arm strength is involved. Yeah, but I mean, it's a bead. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're, you're probably Martin couldn't throw it very far. <laughs> hey! All right, all right. It's a turn to Ed and Agate. I'm like, do you guys have any more magic questions that have nothing pertaining to anything in particular with for him right now? <laughs> well, <laughs> he's just looking around. <laughs> like, so just, he's counting the money in the bag again. It's like, oh my gosh, what are you like? <laughs> Those are some good questions. Okay, well, I think we have what we need. All right. Uh, I turn to them. I was like, do you guys want to? Check out uh, Tiger's Eye, dude. Uh, yeah, yes. we can. Hey, uh, Mr. Dragon Man. Sorry to interrupt you. I didn't. I'm Ed. Nice to meet you. I didn't catch you. Oh, name. I'm sorry. This is Ed. This is Agate. They're cool. They're probably friends with you already. I can feel it. Hey. His name is Rishal. Rishal? R-I-S-H-A-A-L. Oh. And people call him Rishal the Page Turner. Ah. Because he's very he's smart. So smart. Mm-hmm. And he Love reads those leather-bound books. Love a good book. <laughs> it's uh, you ever see... I, it might be better just to bring them... Maybe if someone was to find some some green gemstones 
any way to like just assume what those might be? Or it could just color be, and boom. They could just be stones, like crystals. Sure, yeah. sure, 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 sure. Like rubies or something. Where would yeah. you like? Let's say if like you wanted to buy or sell one of those, where would you do that? A jeweler. Yeah, we might have to find a different district. I don't anybody that you like, any jeweler that you like, and maybe he like rouse off some names down in like the Castle Ward area. Hmm. Yeah, I've been over there for sure. Yep, there's a giant marketplace down there. Maybe somewhere there. I'm I'm all right. Okay, well we have to go. I appreciate your time and the candy. Appreciate you paying, Martin. Say thank you. Well, thank you. (laughs) All right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go. Martin's like how old? Like twelve. But yeah, I maybe oh. but he's like, but he's like the same height as me. <laughs> no, halflings are shorter than dwarves. He's potentially oh, very, he's potentially short dwarf. But he's potentially like a foot and a half tall right now. Oh, oh my gosh. wow, he's tiny. Because a halfling at full is three feet. So he's a walking oh. baby. And also, how long do they? <laughs> but like, like a, just a really small twelve year old. Like just <laughs> <laughs> small, t- small twelve year old, a foot and a half. Yeah, That's like really a, the length of a baby. Right, but like his limbs and stuff would look like a twelve-year-old. Weird. Mm-hmm. I hate him. Don't tell him. <laughs> I can feel it. Shut up, Martin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So uh, just because uh, it's getting late for us, you guys go to the tiger's eye and just uh, speed up a little bit. Uh, the lady there is kind of like training to be a, a tiger. I got. Detective, a, a tiger. Uh, a tiger. Uh, what's it called? A tiger's eye. A private detective. <laughs> and as you guys private like start, eye. yeah, yeah. As you guys start uh, questioning her a little bit, the the owner of the establishment, he's very quiet, right? Because he doesn't say anything for out without yeah, money. He's like dog the bounty hunter. But she's just spilling the beans because she saw everything. <laughs> um, and she goes, "I'll tell you, it was not a man. Um, more like a puppet, shaped like a man, like oh. Martin." No, that's like a man shaped like a child. (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes, but it was like a puppet without strings. Uh, It was on the rooftops. It hurled something into the crowd below that caused the explosions. I saw those halflings burned alive. I saw it. Ew. You all all right? And she's like, yeah, it's just part of the job. And then the oh. owner of Tigers, I can't remember his name. He's just like, shut up. Like, that's money. You're giving them money. <laughs> and then he goes yeah, back yeah. inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see this puppet on top of the bent nail, perhaps? It ran that way. And then kind of jump behind that building mm-hmm. and then run towards the sewer? No, doesn't seem to have ran. To, like, disappeared over to the main street. To the main street. Okay. So he could jump from the floor to the roof? No. He, I don't think he, we never saw him on the floor. Oh, so he was just running around the, along the mm-hmm. rooftops. Interesting. Huh. All right. Okay. Well, some serious information. Did, I appreciate, he, yeah. did he have a face or any? It was really far away. All I can tell you is it wasn't human. And black robe. Okay. No. Non-hu- no. 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 Some sort of construct. I wasn't wearing nothing. Oh. No. Like a scarecrow? No, like maybe metal. Maybe wood. Ooh. Maybe like a real boy? Okay. <laughs> Pinocchio set in fire. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Sounds good. Good luck with the uh, private eye gig. Doing She's great. Like, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>
my voice just turned into that 12 year old's. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys return to the, the, where you guys live? Mm-hmm. Cholesco out Manor. Cholesco. Yeah. <laughs> um, Finish cleaning up the glass and everything. What? And the guards are still out there? Yeah, they're still cleaning up, but they're starting to like take away bodies and starting to clear it up. All right, on the way back, do I see anybody of like importance? Is what's his face still there? Or? Um, no, Cromley and Barnabas would be gone, but there'd be other like lieutenants. I'm gonna just turn to them and say, "Hey, I just have some urgent stuff. I have to get out of here. When when when's the soonest possibility for that?" Nate's like, "I don't see why you couldn't leave in the next half hour." I appreciate your time. Thank you for your service. And I just you know, <laughs> weird. And like, oh, also, I had this uh, lost child. We gave him candy. Um, can you yeah. take care of this? Yeah, and now it's like getting almost night, right? Like it's been like a full day of you guys walking around and just killing time. Like as you try to explore, and he's like, "Yeah, do you know where you live?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "And he just goes and takes him away and takes. He's no longer your your yeah. your responsibility." Oh, <laughs> cool. Well, as I well. say, I hate just you. Like a, a <laughs> he's like, "I already knew that." <laughs> Mari, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's Come like, I'm, co- I'm coming back later. <laughs> yeah, you can kick rocks, bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you in the distance, you see him holding a little bead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm joking. He doesn't have a bead. I want to punch that he? bead out of you. <laughs> if you actually punched a bead out of someone holding it from your necklace, there would be a 30-foot explosion. <laughs> Just killing everybody. <laughs> No, punch with one, catch with the other. Oh, oh I see. yeah, look at that. <laughs> no, I need a long rest before I do that. Yeah, for full sure, on the know. miracle. So is there anything else you guys <laughs> wanted to do while guards are here, while bodies are here, or are you, you guys ready to just go back to the manor and start relaxing and try to sleep this off? I would assume you guys are also going to have to like board up your windows a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No. So that could be how you spend the rest of your afternoon night. <laughs> do we have wood? I mean, your whole place is kind of just in shambles, so I bet there's wood around. <laughs> we pull up one of the boards that the it's really convenient when we yeah it's convenient how trash our place that is. you haven't been able to fix it yet because then you have to those fix it. That came out, wrap the box up. I just take those floorboards <laughs> and use them to put across the window. Yeah, I feel like there's more to do, but I can't think of what it is. No, you guys did bodies. I yeah. would say, and I don't know if I'll keep this in or not. Like this was, you guys did the best. Where it was just like, there's an event. What do you do? And yeah, you guys, I think you're you're starting to figure out this weird D and D. There's a there's a writer he write, wrote um, the lazy guide to DMing. I think it was called. He goes by the name Sly Flourish online, and he just like writes about D and D a lot, especially for like new DMs and like how do you DM more efficiently so it's not a burden. And he did a write up about Dragon Heist. In the first chapter, he was just like. Dragon Heist is really weird. Like, it kind of follows D&D. There's kind of dungeons, and you kind of know what you're doing. And he goes, and then chapter two, all of a sudden, just like, you're joining factions, and there's, like, missions that don't make all that much sense. It feels weird. And then he's like, chapter three, there's an explosion. (laughs) And he's just like, and then all of a sudden, it feels like a toy, like, now it's like a mystery game. And he was like, for players, that can be difficult, right? And I, I think we felt that a little bit last session, where it was just like, do this mission you like i don't have much information i was like go find information but like <laughs> you don't have the tools yet to do that and i think this chapter three you guys started to think about like oh we can just solve this because the the game is going to seed those hints somewhere for us i've also been reading improv books oh look at you very well mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yes and no but 
Uh-huh. The the key part is just do something. Yeah, just keep it going. Because if nobody does anything, then no one else can do anything. Well, that's another thing. And like, obviously, this is like behind the scenes stuff again. But we talked about that. Maybe the first campaign was like all three of you came to me and you were just like, I don't want to like hog the show. And I was like, but if you come with that approach, no one does anything. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you need just to figure out how to take turns hogging the limelight. And then throw it to the other person, knowing how to throw it. Yeah. Yeah. But tonight was fun. I hope you guys had fun. Um, thank you for listening. Please share our podcast. Rate us on iTunes. While you're there rating us. No, and rate us well. Rate us really well wow. and leave a comment. Oh, and maybe, maybe we'll read it or something. Uh, and then while you're there, go over to Masters of One and then leave them a comment. And I believe they'll read it there. So you can get read twice on podcasts that you might listen to. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, man, 30 people are going to hear this. It's dope. Yeah. All- I cannot stress enough that if you don't leave reviews, Patrick hits me. So. <laughs> I've seen the bruises. It's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I believe, let me look at the calendar. Patrick's next beating is coming up. Um, no. Yeah. No. No, but, no. But this is coming out a couple days before Thanksgiving. So I hope you yeah. enjoy your tofurkey or turkey or whatever you eat on your Thanksgiving. Titers. Yeah. Good luck getting a turkey, nerds. That's what I hear. <laughs> Wait, is that real? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough out there. Supply chain. Stuff out there for homies <laughs> wanting turkeys. <laughs> Computer parts and turkeys, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. My name's Will. You can find me on Instagram at Will Churin. Courtney, where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Courtney M. Leach. Dan? Dan Churin on Instagram, Twitter. Zach? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. And I'm ZS Wilkinson on Instagram and Twitter. Cool. I guess that's our night. Y'all have a great week. Bye. 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 That's an episode of Dungeons and Designers as we play Waterdeep Dragon Heist. This is a Masters of One Network podcast. We'll see you next week. Do do do.